This is a message that I began working on, I don't know, four weeks ago when Kenny first asked me to preach. And I thought last Sunday I would preach this message. And last week, preparing, it just didn't seem right. There was just something, and and those of you that have preached in the past or prepared a Sunday school lesson or whatever it might be, you, you probably know where I'm coming from. Just wasn't there. And so that's why we went the direction that we did. I felt like that's where God was leading. But this week, God continued to just confirm in me, Mac, this is, this is the message. And I don't know who this is for. I don't know how it will speak to you, but I pray it does. Because I think there's so many people out there today struggling with this question. Who am I? doesn't matter if you're 7 years old or you're 97 years old. At some point in your life, and maybe multiple times in your life, I know I'm 33, and I know there have been multiple times in my life where I've gone, God, who am I? Struggling with things that, that have happened just in life. And I find myself, like Coach Boone, taking those guys on this early morning run, Right? in search of who they are. If you were to ask me my five, five, top five movies of all time, I promise you all five are going to be sports movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, those of you that are sci-fi and, and comedy and all that, I, I don't know that that will ever come up on that screen when I'm preaching. I'm sorry, that's just not me. It's probably going to be sports related. It's just the way I am. But boy, I, I love that scene. When Coach Boone takes these guys, wakes them up early in the morning, right? Wakes them up early in the morning, brings them out to this battleground. Just to simply show them, listen, men, you're fighting a fight that was fought over 100 years ago. You've got to figure out for yourself who you are. Not based on other people's opinions, not based on your mom and daddy's opinions or your grandparents' opinions, nothing like that. You, for yourself, have to determine and define who you're going to be. And he says at the very end of the clip, right? I don't know. Maybe we'll learn to play this game like men. Defining who you are. I think we could go throughout all of Scripture Genesis to Revelation, and we could find story after story after story of how God reveals to men and women who they are and who he has created them to be. This morning, we're going to look at a story in the book of Matthew, in the Gospel of Matthew, and we're going to see a very pivotal moment in Jesus' earthly ministry and a very pivotal moment with the disciples. Just as in this video, that was a very pivotal moment for Coach Boone and his team as they brought the different races together, desegregated the schools, right? I think I said that right. Many of you can remember that. You can relate to that right there. When they brought the two schools together and the tension that existed, the barrier that was still there even though they tried to to break it down. It was still there. And for Coach Boone, this was a very pivotal moment for his school and for his team. Just in the same way as as we're going to see in Matthew chapter 16. If you want to stand as I read, it'll be up on the screen as well. 
You can follow along. Matthew chapter 16, starting in verse 13. Very pivotal moment in Jesus' earthly ministry with his disciples. And here's how it reads. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, Who do you say I am? Verse 16. Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. But my Father in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock... I will build my church and the forces of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth is already loosed in heaven. And he gave them the disciples orders to tell no one that he was the Messiah. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you again so much for the opportunity, for the reading of your word, for the power that lies within it. Father, I pray that your spirit, oh God, that it would walk among us this morning. Have your way. However you see fit, if it's walls, if it's barriers, if it's chains, if it's pride, if it's anger, if it's bitterness, whatever it is, God, you can have it. Pour yourself out. May we be receptive. May we be open and humble and honest. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So who are you? I'm just curious this morning. I I, I made it easy for everybody, right? Hopefully you got a bulletin and you were able to get a name tag. And you were able to write your name on your name tag, right? And that's what everybody does when you're given a name tag. You write your name, right? Who are you? Hopefully you know we're going to go a little bit deeper than just the name on your name tag, right? That'd be pretty silly if we just did that. But who are you? I mentioned a minute ago, you, you've probably, like me, you, you've had those mornings, the Coach Boone mornings, right? Where you've gone, and that, that figuratively speaking, obviously, not that early morning jog, but you, you've, you've had those moments Well, you've spent time with the Lord in search of who you are. Or you've spent time with the Lord determining who you are. I know there there have been many stages in my life where I've had those moments. I've had those times where I've, I've gone, God, who am I? Who have you created me to be? in search of of purpose, in search of meaning. Who am I? And and, and what I've 
come to discover, and, and you're going to see at the very bottom of, of your sheet that was in the bulletin, hopefully you have one, what you're going to discover, and hopefully the, the overall theme that, that I want you to take away from today is at the very bottom. And it simply says, the better you understand who he is, the better you'll understand who you are. The better you understand who he is, the better you understand who you are. So I want to walk through this story with you. Our primary focus is going to be on verses 6, 17 uh, and eight, 18 and 19. That's where we're going to spend the bulk of our time this morning. But the first question you have right there on your, your, your handout is, who are you? I, just, I want you to think about that for just a second. Who, who are you? I gave you a couple of lines to, to write some comments down. And as I'm talking, it's fine to write. Who are you? You're more than just a name on a name tag. Who are you? So I, I did a little research, and it's always fun. Uh, in, in the FCA world, everybody knows me as Mac. M-A-C. That's what everybody knows me as. My real name, my full name is Mackenzie Allen Campbell. Nobody else in here that I'm aware of is named Mackenzie. Do y'all know how hard it is for people to wrap their minds around the name Mackenzie? Say it properly first, but then to spell it. And it's not Z-I-E, it's S-E-Y. There's no A, it's M-C-K. That blew everybody's mind, didn't it? Yeah, right? So if you're like me, you've gone to your parents one day and you went, hey, why? No, you didn't do that. You just simply said, hey, where, where did you get my name? Like, where did you get my name from? Because I did a little bit of research. I Googled it. Google is an incredible thing. I Googled it. And since 1880, let me look back and make sure I got my facts right. Since 1880, People with the first name McKenzie spelled the same way that I spell it. There are 246 people. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? That's a very rare and uncommon name. Now, for a last name, completely different story. Thousands of people. And so, upon asking my parents, hey, where did you get my name? I found out. My first name was actually my great-grandmother's maiden name. So, really, really quickly, I'm just curious. I want you to stand up, if you can, if you're able to. If your name, not your last name, your first name or your middle name is related to a a family relative. Stand up, real quick. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right, y'all can sit down. Y'all can sit down. That's, That's pretty amazing, isn't it? that you got your name from a relative. Might be your first name, might be your middle name. We all got our last name from a relative. We know that, right? But who are you? It's so, it's, y'all, you can't even, I don't even know when the, the whole transition of my name going from McKenzie to Mac, even people have just, there's still people that call me McKenzie because that's what they've always known me as, and there's other people that call me Mac, and that's what they've always known me as. But it's, it's crazy. Y'all go to restaurants at times, and they ask you for a name. 
I still can't get it right. If I say McKenzie, it blows their mind. Like they don't even know where to start with that one, right? So I'll say Mac and they go Mike or Matt. Anybody ever call you Mac? No, right? But I get Matt all the time. No kidding. It's like, no, I, I know who I am. Like my name is Mac, right? But listen, I want you to understand something. God has called and created each one of us to be more than just a name. And there's so much more to you. There's so much more to me than just my name. And I want you to know that today. When we discover what I just said, when we discover that, you've got it here in your handout, a few things happen that are pivotal in our lives as we pursue Christ, as we live our lives as Christ followers. So Jesus has this pivotal moment where he's in his earthly ministry, right? His disciples are following. We've seen miracle after miracle up to this point. And here we are. They're they're getting away from, from a long day of ministry. And as they come into this region of Caesarea Philippi, Jesus poses this question to his disciples. Who do the people say that I am? Who do they say that I am? And the disciples give a a couple of prophets from the Old Testament, right? And boy, then it gets real. Where Jesus looks them eyeball to eyeball, and I, I can just imagine, right? They're sitting at the feet of Jesus. They're sitting there, and he gets eyeball to eyeball with them, and he goes... But I I, want to know one more thing. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? We don't know how much time elapsed there. Have no idea. What we do know is who speaks up? Peter. Right? Peter. Man, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they were sitting like this. Sorry for the camera, guys. I'm sorry. I, I like, y'all know I like to move. But maybe they were sitting in a chair. Maybe he was sitting on uh, steps like this. And Jesus goes, who do you say I am? And Peter stands up and he goes, you're the Messiah. You're the... You, you want to talk about a pivotal moment. Why why do I keep saying that? Because of what Jesus then proceeds to tell Peter after Peter answers that question. Because Jesus goes on in this scripture, and here's where you're going to get your fill-ins for your your OCD ones that that like that. I'm not going to leave you, I promise. He begins to to show Peter that this, this transformation that's happened in his life as Peter proclaims that Jesus is the Son of God, here's how Jesus answers him. Simon, son of Jonah, you're blessed because of flesh and blood, because the flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. But my Father in heaven, and also I say to you that you're Peter, And on this rock, 
I will build my church. You see, Peter was given a new name. Not a, a real new name, and, and I thought about this a little bit. I, what would my name be if I could change my name? You ever thought about that? If you could change your name, what would your name be? I don't know. That wasn't the new name that, that Peter was given. That's not what I'm getting at. Peter was given a, a new spiritual name. In, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. See, Peter was given a new spiritual name. His name was now written in Revelation chapter 2. It talks about our name being written, right? Our new name being written in the Lamb's book of life on on the white stone, the white stone representing Jesus and, and the blood that he shed for us and the cleansing of our sins, right? Our name being written on that stone. This is what Jesus was referring to with Peter. He was given, his name was now sealed. It was written in the book of life. He was given a new name. But I also think Jesus was doing something that I think a lot of times we, we tend to overlook. I think Jesus was also confirming in Peter who Peter was. Sometimes we need that confirmation in our own lives, right? We need that confirmation of of who God has called and created us to be. And Jesus was simply doing that for Peter. He was confirming who he was. Number two, we have a purpose. He tells Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. I see that and... There's so many Christians today who lose sight of of, of the purpose that God has given them. You and I, we are the church, not this building. Is it great? Is it nice? Absolutely. Jesus is simply telling Peter that, and and all of the disciples, they're, they're the very foundation. With, with that, he being the cornerstone, right? Scripture talks about that in Ephesians chapter 2, that Jesus is the cornerstone. But the, the disciples are, are part of the foundation of the church. And Peter, of all people, of all the disciples, Peter, his name means the rock. And on this rock, I'll build my church. He, he instills into Peter this purpose that can't be found anywhere else. And let me tell you, your purpose can't be found anywhere else than in Jesus Christ. If you're searching for purpose, if you're searching for meaning in your life, then it's only through Jesus that you're going to find that purpose. And I think we lose sight of our purpose when we lose sight of Him. The third thing He tells Peter is the forces of of Hades will not overpower it. I just simply wrote, we can stand against the devil. That's all you need to know. Listen, when your name is written in the Lamb's book of life and you've committed your your life to Christ, 
He's instilled in you His purpose for your life. Are there going to be bumps in the road? Are there going to be mountains to climb? Absolutely. And many of you face them every single day, week in and week out. But does that take you off of your purpose? Does that redefine your purpose? No, it doesn't. Your purpose is still the same. And Satan's going to throw anything and everything that he can, every tactic that he can think of, every weakness that he knows that you have, and that's where he's going to attack you. And Jesus simply tells Peter that, listen, you can stand against the devil. In my power, in my might, you can stand against him. And we've got to remember that. When we remember who we are, we remember that. Right? Absolutely. Last thing I'll mention, the fourth thing, we have the keys to heaven. Holy cow. Nothing better than that, right? The keys to heaven. So I'm simply just going to ask this. If this is what we know, if this is who we are, then why don't we live our lives in such a way? If we know that our name is written in the Lamb's book of life, and we are eternally secured there, right? And we know that God has given us a purpose. And we know that we can stand against the devil. And we know that we have the keys to heaven. Then why don't we live our lives in such a way? Why don't we? Why do we mope? Why do we drop our shoulders? Why do we not smile? Why do we not laugh? Why do we live our lives in such a way that people know who we are? Because listen, to so many, they know me as this right here. That's who they know me as. But there are also, I hope, many that know I'm so much more than just this right here. And that there's so much more to my name than just Mac. Mac but they know without a shadow of a doubt where I stand and who I call king and who I call savior of my life. What about you? What about you this morning as we land the plane and prepare for an invitation? What about you? Do you know who you are? Do you know who he's called you to be? And are you living your life in such a way? Let me pray with you. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the day. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the opportunity. It's my prayer this morning that you would have your way during this invitation. Speak to hearts. If there's anyone that needs to come forward, God, I pray that they would do so. Unashamedly. God, may your spirit move. Thank you for defining who we are through your word, through your son Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection. We pray all of this in his name. Amen.